0: what up people what up so whoa whoa i wish i had the air horns like i guess i I actually pretty good for the fake air horn but anyways great episode y'all i walked away from this episode and it made me think about a lot of things and i'm just i'm really excited to record the solo episode on this one because it, it it was just it was just great to hear from someone that is in london single mom doing her thing, seeing success in her business, but still faces challenges of, I have a lot of things to do because I'm a single mom and I have my business that I'm running and I'm helping other people from my, my clients and trying to find things that actually are her one up us. So this was a, this was a navigation for her to be like, Hey, I don't actually, what do I do outside of work? Right. It was, it was a conversation around that. And there was a lot of good pieces here. So what we talked about is Health. How do you get in the gym and how do you keep consistent with that for your for your energy to stay high? Then the second thing we talked about was personal development and, and the spirituality. Like, how are you focusing on your intuition? How are you tapping it to make it stronger? And then from a sales professional standpoint how do you make sure that your mind is open to possibilities on how you could be growing and closing more deals? So she just talks about how you could be focused on your personal development mentally and spiritually. And I thought it was amazing. And then three was a recharge, which every sales professional and business owner here, you're probably wondering, I need a recharge. So she talks about how she recharges a lot, how she will spin like, hey, Sunday, don't talk to me at all because she needs that day. And I'm the same way to be honest, y'all. Like, sometimes on like friday afternoon i'm like yo i don't want to talk to anybody it's not that i don't like anybody it's because i've given so much of my energy i just need some time for myself so i can continuously give that energy at the highest form to you all so this episode was amazing you need to go follow jojo after this and show her some love on instagram once you listen to this whole thing it will not disappoint pull out your notepads pull out your pencils and pens whatever you want to use and lock in to this episode Real quick, I want to show some love to one of our sponsors, Lee, and my guy, Kyle Lacey over there. It's a powerful yet simple readiness and training software for high growth sales teams. And as we all know, it's a virtual environment. So it's really important to have the remote teams on the same page so they can deliver amazing experiences to the customers and prospects. And I love their motto, by the way, do better work. Check them out. They're helping major brands like HelloFresh, Goodwill, Birchbox, and Thrive Market do success. And a lot of their clients are saying that their software gives them a lot more confidence in the way that they onboard their new reps and their existing reps. That's massive. So if you're in the market for it, check them out. Easy to use, easy to adopt. It's lessonly.com. So it's L-E-S-S-O-N-L-Y.com. And you can also click the link in the show notes to get there as well. So really excited to have Jojo here on the podcast. Anything else that you want to add? I want to make sure that was accurate here as we start.
1: No, that was a great introduction. I don't think I could top that. But no, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So first question that I have for you. So I, I've seen that you've been planning, or maybe you already had this retreat of for, I believe it was either leaders change or for your business. Um, and you picked Santorini Greece. Uh, what was the reason that you picked a location? Do you have a special tie to it? Like what draws you in about that location?
1: Okay. So the first time I held a retreat in Santorini, so I've done two retreats in Santorini. I did okay. one in 2019. Um, it was supposed to happen in 2020, but then obviously the no. whole world <laughs> turned upside down, (laughs) it couldn't happen in 2020. So then like we moved it to 2021. And in the kind of process of that, that's when the Leaders of Change company was born. So we did it through Leaders of Change. Um, And the reason why we chose Santorini um, was number one, because it was my bucket list destination that I wanted to go to. So that was a selfish Um, reason. I thought, right, well, if I want to travel somewhere, then I can go there and I can provide value to people and monetize you know, my experience. So that was my selfish reason. Um, the other reason was because I knew it would be other people's bucket list de- um, destination. It's a beautiful place. It's like yep. so Instagrammable, it's ridiculous. So I knew that would be a great way to kind of draw people into uh, the retreat. You know, a retreat is destination at the end of the day um but greece is just beautiful anyway i love greece and i do feel like i've got a like it's like my soul home i feel like i've got a connection yeah, yeah. there whenever i go there i've been there like five times now since um the first time i went there and i just yeah i feel really at home there so so yeah those are the reasons why i chose Santorini.
0: oh i love that yeah and anytime i see anyone go there or see the videos and the pictures i'm like wait what is even this place? <laughs> I've never been there. It just looks amazing. Like you said, Instagrammable. It's, it's insane.
1: Yeah. It's insane. It's so- so you- um, and we've already booked um, next year, but we're not doing Santorini next year. We're doing Mykonos, which is just the Island next to it. Um, nice. It doesn't have the, uh, the, like the landmarks that Santorini has, but it's still just as beautiful. So, so yes, yeah, we thought we'd change it up.
0: No, I I, I love that. And, one thing before we get into like the meat of the conversation and what we're here for to figure out like what your one-up formulas are, uh, one thing you mentioned is a bucket list. Um, you don't have to go through every single point of that bucket list, but are there like three to five things on your bucket list right now that you're, that like are on your radar that you're looking to do, let's say in the next six to 12 months?
1: Yeah. I have a bucket list, but I don't check in with it as much as I should. But my bucket okay. list is really, really simple. So um, it's things like one of them for this year. I, I tend to do them like per year, like the things that I want to make sure okay. I'm going to do in that 12 months. So it's just things like taking, because I've got a son as well, as you know. So taking mm. Noah to Legoland, like that was just like one thing, It's <sighs> like a theme park thing Nice. In the UK. Um, and, um, I think for me, I, I focus more on, I'm quite a serious person and mm. for me, and this is why I find it really hard to think about some of the questions that perhaps you're going to ask today about yeah. you, what to do outside of work. I don't have enough fun. So I tend to look at goals more than my bucket list things, but like when yeah. it comes to traveling, I love travel. Um, and I have got places that I want to go. So Santorini was one of them. I'd love to visit Canada. That's one place I'd love to go. Um, New Zealand and Bali maybe, but I haven't heard very good things about Bali to be honest, but yeah, I, Mm. I need to get my bucket list out. I think again, and just make it a bit more fun.
0: Yeah. It so- sounds like that's an action for you to come out. Yeah, I'm gonna that way. <laughs> Look at the bucket list again. Uh, so this is interesting, you know, before we go into this, I think this is important for people to understand because a lot of people listening in, um, are in sales or are business owners, or maybe they're getting into creating their own business and they feel like they have to be serious all the time. So I guess my question for you is like, you said, Hey, you're a serious person. Have you always been that way? And then if that is the case, tell us more about that. But if you transition to a serious person, what caused that transition? And do you like being that type of person? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I'm serious in the way where um, I take myself seriously and I take my mm. goals seriously. I take my success serious serious. So even from a young age um, when I was 16, my first, like proper job was, um, in a bank. And the reason why I chose to go and work in a bank was because, right. That's where I can climb the ladder to success. Like that's where mm. the money is. Um, you know, I can really make something of myself there while my friends are perhaps traveling or partying like that whole, all of my summers, um, while we were doing our exams and things, um, I was working. So I've, I've, yeah. I've always been working and I just, I think that for me i'm I'm still not quite a fun person. I like, don't get me wrong, but i I think I just know the time and place and i I balance it out and I make sure that I don't burn the candle on both ends, so I'm not like working yeah. too hard and then partying too hard, but then I do work more than I perhaps should have fun so so yeah, mm. I'd say that I've always been like that um because I just think I've got too much to achieve to than to just have mm. fun all the time, but that's just the way I think
0: yeah and I think it's an, it's important to figure out you know why you think that way, and to also say that it's okay, I think some people are like, Hey, like you know I'm the same way. it's like I want to be able to achieve the goals that I have, and that might come off as serious, but that's just me taking ownership of the things that I know I need to accomplish because like I'm the only person that's going to be able to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And and I think that like I can have as much fun as I want when I am 40 and I'm retired. Cause I, I wanna I wanna make yeah. sure that I'm in a position when I'm 40, retired, like I can do anything that I want. The money's still coming in. I can go and just lie on a yacht for a week, or I can just, you know, visit all of these different countries, um, take Noah around the world as well. And that's when I can have my fun. So mm. Some people will look at that and think, you know, life's too short. You don't know what's around the corner. And that is true. Um, But for me, it's just the way that I think and the way that I am.
0: Yeah. No, I I think you have to think about something that my mentor told me is the Pain of discipline and the pain of regret. um Obviously, at the end of the day, like there's certain things that you're, like you said, you're still gonna have fun. You're still gonna do those things. It's not like you're just sitting on the computer all day long and you don't leave your house. <laughs> but the thing is, is that you have to have the discipline, right, to get to those next levels that you're looking to go to. Kind of leads into like the meat of this conversation, and you know we'll go here from here. So there's. Things that we always ask, what are the three things that you do outside of work, career, what you're doing that helps you in your career and work? So we'd love to hear those three things and we'll dive into them.
1: Yeah, so I've already told you, I found this really difficult to answer. (laughs) Um, I just feel like like literally my business and my work is who I am. Mm -hmm. And I think many people who will be listening to this will probably resonate, especially if they're building a personal brand, um, because it's always about like, what thoughts can I share? um, What content can I share? That kind of stuff. But um, the number one thing I do that's outside of work that I feel supports me is gym. Um, I like to keep fit. I like to keep healthy. Um, and that for me, when I started going to the gym, it wasn't to look different. It was to help me with my energy and my focus. So I go Mm. to the gym. Um, the other thing that I do, I'd say, which is out of work, but then again, it isn't really, it's, um, personal development and just working on like my spirituality and things because the better that I can perform and the better that, you know, I think, and if I am self-aware and if I'm really connected to myself, then I can bring my best self to my work. Um and then aside from that, I find it really difficult to think of a third one to be honest. I'm just I am just such an introvert. So I have to recharge myself quite a lot. Okay. so I make sure I'm intentional with the way that I recharge myself. so I stay home quite a lot um, and then I'll just spend time with like friends um every other weekend just to like kind of make sure that I'm staying connected to them um, but also um, still getting my time to myself as well. So my recharge time could be literally just like putting Netflix on or mm. just pottery my around my house like nothing too too crazy. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. I, there's, there's definitely a lot to unpack here because yeah. some people are probably gonna be like, all right, we, we got some questions for you. Georgia. Like, What's going on here? So I want, I want to start with number two, cause I think this is actually the most important, right? You talked about self-awareness and spirituality. So the first question I want to ask is what does spirituality mean to you? Uh, and what has that journey been like for you?
1: Mm-hmm. So spirituality for me, it's, um, it's knowing that there is something higher than yourself at play. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up, like a Christian and Mm. uh, more kind of religious. But as I've got older, my mind has just been open to more kind of possibilities. And for me, it's, it's quite a personal thing where, um, I don't like, I don't, I can't really describe what my spirituality is. Mm -hmm. All I know is that there are definitely forces bigger than myself that are kind of conspiring with me to create what I want to create. And when i'm in that moment of feeling maybe frustrated or in scarcity or anxious or any of those negative feelings that i know that we all feel i turn to that higher mm. that higher being to support me in knowing that i can trust that it's all coming falling into place and it's all coming together and all i have to do is just focus on what i can control so i say personal development and spirituality because i think they're very interlinked because when I'm turning to my spirituality or how I practice that, it's the mindset that I'm really working on, or it's because of my current mind state that I turn to spirituality. Yeah. So then like the personal development just goes hand in hand. Um But for me, like I, I'm not sure like how spiritual you are or the people mm. listening to this, but I, I feel like I've got kind of some kind of um magic in me. It's like the weirdest yeah. thing if I say something, it will happen. I'll think something, it will happen. It's just like very, very weird. I have to t- kind of tune in and tap into that intuition that I have. And I think that's what it is. It's that intuition. So, um, so yeah, that's what spirituality is for me.
0: Oh yeah. I know. I, I love that you're sharing this. And the reason I said it's, it's a journey, because I think it's different for everyone where they start. So same as you, I uh, grew up in a, a Christian home. I'm still, still believe in that, but it's always a continuous journey of that spirituality because, you know, I think, Most people, when they think of Christianity, you immediately immediately think of religion and the church uh, thing that I believe is the most important is what is your relationship with the higher being? Whatever you decide. Right. God, whatever, whatever you decide. Right. That's the journey that you're on. And then obviously, as you continue to get more connected, uh, things do open up for you. You have more clarity. You have more happiness. And that's what you want to strive for. And again, it's is different for everyone because everyone's going to feel differently. And, you know, I can't decipher what people's feelings are because it's you. But like, that's what it is for me. And everyone here is listening. will probably have different ways of how they go about that. And I think it's really important that, you know, you know what that is for you. So let's take a step back. You talked about, you know, you'll talk about that higher being. You'll go to them in, in terms of issues or stress or things of that nature. How do you do that? Is it a prayer every single morning? Are you writing things out to to build this self-awareness? How do you go about this?
1: So when I'm like deep into like being like, you know, practicing my spirituality, I'll be journaling. I'll be listening to um, like mantras or affirmations, mm. spiritual ones. Um, it, there'll be prayers involved. Um, and I tr- I try and do that when I don't really need to. So then.
0: Okay. Is that like in the background?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So it just happens. And I try and do it when there's a, like a moon cycle as well. So whether it's a new moon or a full moon. Okay. Um I'm into the moon as well, and I've got my crystals and stuff, but um I'm not as consistent as I should be with it, or I'm not, yeah, I don't do it as much as I should. Mm. Um, and this is the thing I tend to do it when I'm in that place of scarcity, or my anxiety might be like through the roof, or just something's happened that I need clarity mm. on or answers from. um And it just helps me put things into perspective. And I think that's what it is more than anything. And um, something that I say to myself whenever I'm in that place is, you know, I, I tap into like this high being, like whether it's yep. God, universe, whatever. And um, and then I realized that like none of this even matters. Like we're worrying about stuff that like <laughs> doesn't actually matter. Like we're all going to die and we just have to enjoy our time here on this planet. And it just puts me into a place where I can just I just think to myself, well, yeah, it doesn't matter. And I, all I got to do is my best, um, focus on solutions. And mm. yeah, it just puts me into that good place. So in terms of how I practice it, probably journaling, um, just get, getting everything out of my head down. onto Yeah. Um, and
0: that's a you journal only when something is off. You don't journal when it's good.
1: No, and that, that this is what I need to get back on. I used to be okay. really, really good. I would journal every morning. I'd write my gratitudes out. Um, but it's so easy. And I know so many people resonate with this. It's so easy to fall off the wagon with it if, if you're not in a habit. And um, I'm not in that habit right now. And I need to get myself back into that habit because every time I do it, so many amazing things come out of my head onto the paper. Um, yeah. I have so many realizations. It's when I get my best ideas. So it's almost like, why am I not doing it? Um <laughs> But I am a mom too. And that throws me quite a lot. So if like, you know, if I'm busy doing stuff with him, then yeah, there's just no chance of me having that quiet time to just sit down and like,
0: yeah,
1: so, so yeah, we just have to do our best.
0: Yeah, no. And you mentioned that you are a mom, single mom for people listening in. So let's dive into that a little bit, because I think it goes into like that self-awareness for yourself. And you can speak on this obviously better than I can, but do you feel like you your It's hard for you to sometimes identify your identity because you have a lot of plates that are spinning. Right. You have single mom, your business, you got other things going on. How do you keep it all together for yourself when you have other people that rely on you?
1: Yeah, and, and that's probably why I find it so difficult to answer the question, to be honest, because yeah. if I'm not running my business, I am being mum. And then if I'm not doing that, I have to find like the pockets of time for myself. And yeah. most of the time in those pockets, I'm exhausted. So this week was the first week back in school. Um, and I am so tired from waking up every single morning to do the school run. <laughs> I feel so like, actually, I'm sick of this. Yeah, you know, I'm like... <laughs> Uh, you have to get used to it. So this weekend I'm not doing anything. I'm going to have a lion in in the morning. And like, that's, that to me is just like me recharging and get myself back. So for me, um, I completely lost myself when Noah was born. And for the first eight months, I was literally spinning all of those plates Mm. and, and, um, I had one of those kind of like enough is enough moments and I had to do something about it because I was going down a very negative spiral. Um, and that's when I hired my first mentor. I knew I needed Mm. someone to give me like the steps that I needed to take for my business to grow, be successful and actually find myself again. Um, and that was back in twenty the end of 2016 because he's five now. And, um, and yeah, I, I had to kind of remember who I am, but then build on who Jojo Graham is because there's Jojo Graham who is like me, the person. Yeah. But there's Jojo Graham, who's the sister, who's the friend, who's the mum, who's the business owner, who's right. you know, all these things. And for me, um, I'm not sure if you've ever read this book, but um, there's a book called Um The Alter Ego Effect by Todd Herman. No. Um, and what he alter said, alter
0: ego effect by what do you say, Tom Herman? You said uh,
1: Todd, Heyman, yeah. Todd Herman, yeah. Okay. Um, his theory is that you know, you step into these different alter egos in whatever situation you go in. And um, some people argue that that's not very authentic. You know, you should be yourself like wherever you are, whether you're, you know, speaking to your friend or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I just believe that you have to. Draw from the different strengths that you need to sit in situations. So um I've learned to do that where like I'm fully a mum when I'm a mum, and then when he's not with me, you know he's with his dad this weekend, I'm fully me recharging. or if I was with my friends, I'd be fully a friend, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's my way of just reclaiming the parts of me that I think deserve to be honored within itself, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, it does. I, I think we all have that. Um, I think a lot of people probably face that too. Like, you know, I feel like uh, I'd be like Morgan, the friend, Morgan, boyfriend, Morgan, the brother, the son, uh, the speaker, the trainer, the brand, <laughs> you know, it adds on like you are slightly different in certain aspects and it's not because you're like, a like, Oh, I'm going to be a different person here. It's just because people have different expectations for you as that individual which because if you continuously spread yourself apart, like you said, then you aren't whole like you are when you're with yourself. Cause that's where you, when you're your true self is when you are with yourself. Right. And so I a hundred percent understand where you're coming from. And this is going to like shift into the recharge. Cause you mentioned it a, a couple of times, but you don't have to go too deep here, but you, you said a negative spiral. What was the point that led to the negative spiral? And then what was the point where you're like, this has gone too far. Was it a certain occurrence? And like, what was, what was going on during that moment?
1: So it was probably the, if I look back, the verge of burnout, if I'm completely honest, because yep. I was um, mumming all the time. So Noah was eight months old. Um, I had my business. I had my then partner's business. We were running. Did you, you just start
0: that business? You just started those businesses? Um,
1: so my business that I was running started before Noah was born. So it'd okay. be running probably about just over a year okay. um, and then but then I was running the other business and then we um, hosted a big event for 800 entrepreneurs and that was just like crazy um, and there was lots of different like things that were going on in my personal life as well that were just not aligning with me and now looking back I can understand myself so well now and I understand mm-hmm. my values so many things were going against my core values back then So, there was no wonder that I wasn't feeling very happy. Um, And I was looking at everything so negatively. Like, I, I, and because I'm in the personal development space, or, you know, I've been into personal development for a while, I recognized it, but I couldn't do anything about it. Like, it was the weirdest thing where, like, I knew what I was doing. I knew I was being negative, but I just couldn't stop it. So, um, that's when I knew, right, I need to take action here. Otherwise, I'm just going to end up, you know, just not in a very good place um and at the time like I said I I hired my mentor and I was in debt at the time um and I put myself further into debt to hire this mentor because that's the place that I was in I was like right, this is do or die we need to make this happen and I'm going all in on Mm -hmm. making sure that not just that I was successful but I was actually going to be happy with it Absolutely. Um, and then so yeah 2017 was the transformational year for me where like I started that that my other business and so this business I have now that was an old business before um started this business um created success pretty quickly um made six figures in my first year which was my goal you know that was that the benchmark for me and um and yeah that that's when kind of everything just shifted and changed for me
0: no i i love it and i think most people neglect what's going on in their feelings right they're like oh it's just a i'm just feeling off it'll go away in a week and then a week turns into a month month turns into you know a year right and it's then, <laughs> then it's not good so the fact you went and sought that help that mentor for everyone listening in like if you are struggling with something find that help seek assistance and so that you can move in the right path so you talk about recharging a lot. You, you mentioned that you're an introvert. Um, I think a lot of people listening in, um, they think that because you're a business owner or you're a salesperson that you should be extroverted. So talk a little bit about that. Like how can you be an introvert, but still be a successful business person? Cause I think people don't think it correlates.
1: Yeah, no, it doesn't. Like, And, and I think people feel like they have to be constantly, or if they see someone who is constantly, um, creating content or doing videos or, you know, even just doing podcast interviews, they assume that that person must be an extrovert. Um, But an an introvert is someone who internalizes like how they feel, internalizes their emotions um, and just processes things um, very differently to an extrovert. So for me, like if I go to an event where there's a lot of Mm. people, then I have to take a day or two off uh, like afterwards because they suck my energy from Mm. like my whole being. So, um, and it it, it was a problem at one point and I thought there was something wrong with me because I host events myself. I, you know, I am standing on stages and I'm holding space for a lot of people. And then the first event that I ever did for myself, um, I had 50 people show up um, held space for the whole day myself. And I was literally done for like a week or two weeks after that. I was like, I can't do events again because I couldn't bring myself back to feeling energized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now I just know how to kind of manage my energy. And I think that's what it is when you're an introvert. It's more about managing your energy than putting yourself out there. Um, but it's also finding ways that feel, good for you so if you're an introvert listening to this um, you know if you're not very uh, expressive i think you know that's the the main thing when it comes to the difference between introverts and extroverts. if you're not very expressive or if you don't feel like it comes naturally for you to express yourself then find the ways that do feel natural so for me when i first started in the online space i would write a lot i would not be on video i would never do a live like Mm. that just wasn't me but i got really good at writing content and you just gotta like what works for you
0: I know, I know. Getting an interruption in the middle of the episode and having an ad pop up in the middle of a great point is the worst. However, I want to show some love to my organization and sponsor, JB Sales. And as many of you know, I started out giving out sales content on a YouTube channel and podcast called the SR Chronicles. And I created the one up formula to figure out different concepts. However, on a day to day basis, I'm still talking about sales. And I am a business professional that happens to give out sales techniques and a sales trainer over at JB Sales. And we train reps for leading companies like Slack, Google, MindBody, Salesforce, and many fast growing companies like that. And what some of you may not know, hot tip, is that you can access our content for yourself with our new on demand. Platform. So people are constantly asking me for my sales tips and constantly asking questions from multiple platforms like on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and everything that I talk about is inside of the on-demand platform. And we're seeing crazy results from people all across the board. And people are DMing, telling me, hey, we're we're scheduling 20x more meetings, 2x on our cold call conversions. And using video prospecting to schedule net new meetings into accounts they never were able to. So, if you're interested in this, on these incredible results that we're seeing, feel free to check us out. And if you're in sales and if you're looking to up your sales game, this is for you. So, check us out JB Sales On Demand over at ondemand.jbarrels.com. That's ondemand, J B A R R O W and per usual i'll put the link in the show notes all right let's go back in the episode what got you to finally doing the videos
1: i just knew that if i wanted to grow my business and if i wanted to create the success that i wanted i had to get over myself and i had to do it because so many people would talk yeah. about how you know do video, do video, do video. It's the, you know, it's the preferred medium on um, social media. It's how you're going to get attention. So I just thought I'm going to just have to do it. So I got myself comfortable being uncomfortable because I would literally be shaking on on my first videos that I'd be doing. I would hope that no one would join my lives because I just didn't want to see anyone because it would just like put me off. Yeah. Uh, And then the more I did it, the more comfortable I felt. And then um, now I can just jump on a live and I'm completely fine. Or I can record a video and I'm completely fine. So you have to just get over yourself if you want to create what you want to create. You know, if there's anything in your way that doesn't feel natural to you, you just have to do it until it feels natural.
0: Yeah, I agree. You have to take the plunge, as they say, take the plunge, figure out, Okay, like, I don't really want to do this. Let me do it. Make to get comfortable. Now I'm good. And that's, that's the piece. You say that you also, you go to events, right? There's a, <laughs> you talk to a lot of people, they, they can't obviously drain your energy. Events are a lot, right? And some people can go for weeks and weeks. Like for me, I, I'm like, I'll show up to events. I can keep going. Like, that's just the vibe of some people, they go to events and like you said, they have to recharge. So you mentioned a couple things that you do, but do you block off, a day to do this like hey saturday's are my recharge day do you just decide what the week is and you're like okay friday might be the day and then when you are recharging what are things that you do to make sure that you are fully recovered because i think that part's important as well
1: so saturdays tend to be my days where um I don't book anything in. I do work on the weekends. Um, mm. so this is Going back to like what I do outside of work, not really much. Um, because yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, mumming, I'm mumming during the week and then I work when he's in school. But then, you know, he's home in the afternoons and then the weekends is when I don't have him. So then that's when I can really get stuff done without being interrupted at all. Um, but Saturdays are my days off. So I don't really put pressure on myself to be on social media or answer any calls or reply to any emails or anything like that. Um, so to recharge, I just literally shut everything off um, and mm-hmm. don't feel bad about it. So I might um, just give my put myself permission not to reply back to any messages. Um, yeah. I have to remind myself to reply back to them then when I'm back, <laughs> when track, like, back. On or whatever because sometimes like I'm one of those people that either reply straight away or just don't, don't bother. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll have to message me again because i follow
0: up. got to follow up. <laughs>
1: yeah. You have to follow up with me. So yeah, if anyone listens to this and messages me and doesn't reply, I don't reply, then you'll just have to follow up. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I just, um, I do things that are just a bit mind numbing. Like I might just watch net- Netflix and I don't even watch Netflix. Um, because I don't, I find it really hard to switch my mind off, but it will just be there and I'll just, Mm -hmm. I won't have to think about anything. Um, But it's the people, like the peopling for me, as long as I don't, I'm not around people for like a day or two after I've been around people, then I'm fine. Um, I just have to, yeah, restore that energy just by being by myself.
0: I I feel that a hundred percent. I mean, when you're doing client facing work, uh, you only understand that when you're doing that type of work, uh, you're doing, one on one calls, membership calls, mentor calls, trainings, whatever you're doing, uh, that is a lot of the energy you're giving to other people. But no one's giving you anything at all. Right. Yeah. So you, at the end of the week, it's not like, oh, I I hate people. It's just <laughs> I just need you just got to recharge. Right. You just got to get some time to get away. And I actually like the fact that you shut it completely down and you don't even respond. Uh, are there some other things? like even more granular that people could do? Like, do you put like, do not disturb uh, are, are like, are you shutting like all, are you delete apps on the weekend? I know people do like some crazy things to like not do this. So it's curious to see what you do.
1: Yeah, no, I don't do that. I just, um, I just don't reply. And maybe okay. it, it, it might, it might come across as um, rude if someone doesn't get a response, but I think it's, it's, it's a bit of the um, not the rebel in me, but for me, I just think to myself that, society's created such um, when it comes to social media that we have to be on. And if they can Mm. see we are online, then like they expect a response. And if people are listening to this and they are growing like a personal brand or they're, you know, in the online space, I want to give them permission to not have to reply to everybody who messages them just because they are online. Um, And sometimes I'll get people messaging me. They don't even ask me how I am. They'll just, want to pick my brain and then ask me a question and I just think Mm. it's a little bit rude like I'm not like a machine and it's a bit of yeah it's it's (laughs) kind of yeah it's me pushing back a little bit and and taking a stand that like no actually you can't just insert yourself into my inbox and just expect an answer whenever you feel like it and just take because this is the thing a lot of people just want to take when you are that person who gives quite a lot when it comes to you know, value and just, you know, being on social media, um, they feel like they've just got access to you and it's just automatic and it shouldn't be like that. So, so no, I I don't do anything other than just, just decide myself. Um, if I delete my apps, I just reload them again, because I, like for me, like social media is just, yeah, it's just such a way of life now. Like most of the information that I get is from social media. Like I don't watch the news. I don't watch TV unless it's just a bit of Netflix. So I don't, consume anything else other than what's on social media with my social media though I'm very intentional with who I follow um so I'm not following things that would drain me or would just be uh, like a lot like I can't sit if I'm in my mode where I'm recharging I can't sit and scroll through TikTok TikTok is just like so much
0: there's, a, there's a lot going on in TikTok. and then
1: you don't know what's going to come next and it, yeah that's just a lot so i, I won't no. open apps like that i'll just know where what apps would be good for me to
0: do. tiktok is the biggest dark hole of all time as i tell people you could be there for three hours and not even realize it
1: and the things that i've seen on tiktok i can never unsee them it's just <laughs> like- TikTok, TikTok.
0: It's crazy. 100. <laughs>
1: yeah, I remember my first downloaded it. When was it? Like two years ago when it first came out, and I just I literally deleted it like within half an hour. I was like, no, that is not for me right now. I can't.
0: It's like nope, can't do that. Not yeah. at all. Not Scam- no way. <laughs> no, I get that. It's. Madhouse. how some people love it. My girlfriend loves it, but I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Like, it's, just it, it, it's just crazy.
1: Because I am on TikTok. It's not me. My marketing team convinced me to go on it because I do the reels on Instagram. Yep. So like you, you would just make it on TikTok, go and do it. And they've um, just launched ads over on TikTok as well. So they want to like test that out for me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, look, just you do it for me. Tell (laughs) me what you need me to do and I'll be the puppet. And then we'll just see how it goes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Just that talk about not recharging. That's, that's the way to do it. It's
1: it's like anything that stimulates your brain too much. You just need to shut that, shut shut it down.
0: Yeah, no, a hundred, a hundred percent. And so let's talk about how to energize yourself. Uh, and and not talk about going on TikTok we're going to the gym right so when did you get to the point or where there's an event where you're like I need to start going to the gym for myself
1: yeah that was two years ago um, where like I was thinking about it and then um, a personal trainer friend of mine um, said to me that he was looking for some business help and I said right well why don't we just do like a a a trade swap. You can be a personal trainer and I'll support you with your business. So um, that's how I kind of got into it. And I think for me, I needed to have a personal trainer because Mm -hmm. um, there was the the accountability there. I needed the accountability. Otherwise, I would on um I didn't really know what I was doing so I needed someone to show me how um, I didn't feel confident with going to the gym so I needed someone to kind of hold my hand to keep me um to help me be confident um and so that's where it started and the reason was was because I think it was it was to get the energy and it was to get the focus but it was more so to have something outside of business that was for myself which is very kind mm. of on topic for today um because I didn't and don't really have anything other than that. Um, and then, um, after a few weeks of going to the gym, I realized that it really did support me with my energy and with being focused. And, um, I think it also brought more structure to my day as well, where like that would be an appointment that I would show up to. So yeah, it really helped in so many different aspects. And, um, I think Um, if anyone right now is struggling in any area of their life um what they need is they need to go to someone lean on them for support to get that accountability to help them become confident to show them how to do it and then they'll be able to go off and do it on their own because now I can go to the gym on my own I know what I'm doing I don't have to think about it you know I I still struggle a bit with the accountability Mm. um So like I I would actually prefer to always have a personal trainer and now and again, I bring one back just to like, kind of keep me accountable. Um, but yeah, um, that, that's the point where I was like, right. Okay. I need to get myself someone to support me so I can actually have something this for myself.
0: Yeah. The, the, I have one too. The The accountability of of a trainer is is big because because you have have someone someone being like, like, what are are you you doing? doing? First of all, (laughs) why are you not, why are you not working out? Because It's easy. (laughs) Yeah. It's easy to be like, I have to work on my business. I don't have time for working out. Right, I got all the other things going on. Why don't I go to the gym for 30, 45 minutes? So what is that gonna do for me? You gotta have someone who can hold you accountable, especially if you are busy, like we're talking about here in this podcast. So I'm a huge fan of having a personal trainer. And you think that it's like you being like weak in some way, but actually isn't, it's you being strong to like, be like, I need accountability, right? And not say I can do this myself. Now, one thing that you did mention that I want, that I would love for you to dive deeper into, is you talked about that you did the working out for yourself and to energize, not for others, to have like, you know, certain things that would impact your body. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how you came to that decision because I think a lot of people when they work out, it's like, oh, I'm going to do the workout so I find six packs, so I can go to the beach and stun on everybody, <laughs> right? So like talk a little bit more about that.
1: Don't get me wrong, um, you know, the physical results that come from it, it's a byproduct and they are great. Um, yeah. and I think sometimes I think to myself, I wish that was a motivation of mine because it's more tangible where you can see like, you know, before and mm. after. Um, and when I I do slip off the gym, it's easy for me to just think, well, I'm I'm not going to bother going because it's not a tangible thing, but, um, it's training my mindset. So I know that when I do work out, I always feel good. I never regret a workout. Um, sorry, what was the question again?
0: Yeah, no, the, the question was more so when you are, when people start working out, typically they're like, Hey, I'm working out because I want bigger biceps or I want, you know, whatever, tight abs, whatever it is. But you said, Hey, I'm doing this for like myself and more so not thinking about the outward person. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, um, so I say it was for myself, but if I, if I really think about it, it, Probably was more so for others in the way where Mm. I knew that if I had more energy and more focus, then I would um, be more present with my son. Um, I would be able to create better in my business. I'd be able to support people better because I wouldn't be showing up to calls tired. Um, And because of being a mum, you know, it's very exhausting. Um, I knew I needed to do something to get my energy back because I'm not a very good sleeper either. So I. Mm. I go to bed late and I wake up early. I just feel like I'm, I'm, yeah, I just don't, I'm never asleep really. Um. So I knew that I had to have something that would support me with my energy. If I wasn't going to be sleeping, then I can go to the gym. So, so yep. yeah, it, it was for myself, but then it was also for others, but just not in that tangible way where it's like, you know, look at my abs or look how good I look and, you know, with my, yeah. energy, <laughs> that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think it's in. I like the way that you phrased it talking about, Hey, I now have the energy for myself so that now I can obviously have it for others, whatever that capacity may be. And when you are doing the gym, what's the typical week look like four times a week, three times a week. What's going on there?
1: Only like two or three times. Okay. Um, Mondays. I have a mantra. Never, never miss a Monday. So I always try and go on a Monday. I do like to go on a Sunday as well. And if I go on a Sunday, I won't go on a Monday because I, if I do anything on a Sunday, I feel like it's like my head start for the week ahead. Um, But yeah, mantra never miss a Monday. Then I'll try and go Wednesday and then, um, yeah, a weekend. Then if, if I'm not doing anything, so Monday, Wednesday, and then a weekend. So no more than that. Like for me, I'm not competing for anything. Um, you know, it's just to go and it's more so just have that consistency than anything. And just, um, holding myself accountable and if it's in my diary then it gets done so so yeah i I don't need to go any any more than that
0: cool no that makes complete sense everyone has their different routines and it's good to hear from individuals like yourself on what their routines are and what they're looking to do and how they get their energy and how they get their focus and you know as we wrap up this interview we had a lot of nuggets a lot of insights on how to figure out what the journey of spirituality looks for you that personal development um also we talked about recharging talked about the gym uh question we asked at the end is what is the best piece of advice that you've received recently
1: so recently um And I've been practicing this and living it as well is um, you don't have to share everything. I think um, we get so used to wanting to like share all of our success or everything that we're Mm. working on and everything that we're doing because it's a form of validation. And I would do so much of that. Like, look at me, Mm. what I'm doing like, look how amazing this is. Um, And I've been working on stuff in the background recently that. And I don't know if this is just because I'm more of a seasoned entrepreneur, so I don't feel the need to as much, but or if the thing that I'm working on just means so much to me that I just want to keep it to myself until it's out there. But I've been working on things that I haven't, uploaded to social media which is just not like me because i usually document the journey you know it's inspiring um but sometimes you can work on things um and you know get your head down and then let the results speak for themselves like we don't have to always shout out about what we're up to or what we're doing um so yeah that's the best piece of advice i've been given lately and I say that it's the best piece of advice because it's brought me a lot more peace within myself. Like mm. I don't feel like I said, the need to va- um, get a validation from strangers on the internet because I'm sharing this amazing thing that <laughs> I'm doing. Um, yep. And um, you know, I don't feel the pressure to then have to share the next big thing that I'm doing, or um, I don't have to share or feel like I need to share any failures because that might make me look more authentic to everybody. Sometimes yeah have to pick and choose what you share because you don't owe anything to anyone. And I got to the point in my business and being on social media that I almost felt like I would sold my soul to social media yeah. um, and you can keep things to yourself. You don't have to share everything. So, so yeah, that's been the advice that I've been given lately that I've actually been living and felt good from doing it.
0: I, I really like that advice. And I want to have a follow up question on that. Where does it come from for you on, on wanting that validation?
1: Gosh, I think um, most of us have it in us that we want to f- get validated in some way. Like we could go, mm. th- there could be so many different um, reasons and ways in which this comes up for people. It could be from childhood. could be that, you know, we didn't get that validation or that praise from our parents when we were younger. So now we're looking for it externally. Um, it could That could be the thing. But I also think that, um, like for me, when I started out in like the online space, I would share quite a lot to inspire mm. people. But then um, people would look up to me as this inspiring leader and this person that, you know, she's always doing something, which means that it's going to inspire me to do more as well. Yep. Um, and so the, like for me, the, the validation would come because you know, it feels good when you've got like people liking your post, the dopamine hits, you know, you've got all of this engagement Absolutely. and these likes and things. Um, But then I think the pressure got to me more that like, I have to keep this going. I have to share everything. Yeah. And when I'm tired, I don't want to share anything because I'm not feeling creative or I just can't no. be bothered. So, so yeah, God, that's a whole conversation in itself, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, it. it is. This is the reason I asked that question, because there's, like you said, it comes from different points of validation. Good to hear though, now you're able to be like, hey, like this is for me. Uh, I don't really need anyone to validate me for it. And this is the path that I'm going to take. And these are the things that I'm excited about and no one really needs to know, right? Um, but it's almost always curious to see like, where does that come from for people? Could be, you know, anything in their childhood, could be something recently in the last relationship, who knows? But that was the reason I asked that question there.
1: Yeah. And I think there's so much to be undone when it comes to the way that we have been like we've grown up with social media. Because how old are you now, Morgan? Tw- 28. 28. So I'm 31. So we like I remember. So we'll remember when social media didn't exist and we yep. remember when it came and then, you know, now we're living it. Um. so I, I want people to listen to this and not feel like there's anything wrong with them if they yeah. are wanting to get that validation or wanting to shit everything because you know like we've grown up with it and it's such a big part of our lives um but we have to undo these toxic things that have been embedded in us off the back of social media and being in the online space like for me the dream the dream was to quit my job so I quit my job to make money online now yeah. I'll make money online the dream is to make money off the grid and just disappear <laughs> like, I would be so happy to <laughs> literally just show up every now and again to post a cute outfit and then just disappear
0: <laughs> I'm laughing so hard my friend and I were talking about that last night it's like you you get on social and you're like man I want to be this person and then like you said you get to the point where it's like yeah, I just want to be like, yeah, I'm on this cool vacation, post like an island, and then that's it for like the and month. So, <laughs> okay. and, and,
1: and, and this is the thing, like it is exhausting. It's work, it's a business. Um, yep. And anyone who's listening to this right now who, you know, has these aspirations to perhaps quit a job, to go into the online space to grow their business or, you know, just not even in the online space to just, you know, take that leap to grow the business. Mm. You're not... it freedom won't exist straight away you're leaving a nine to five to work literally 24 <laughs> seven at some point <laughs> you know? you be yep. Careful. Yep. um and then you know it, it's it is amazing because you know you d- you can create that flexibility more than freedom i think is probably the better word but um always just be on that journey to find out you know what is it that makes you happy and what your soul craves and you know my soul craves and i think as human beings, we're not put on this planet to just sit on Instagram all day, or, no. you know, um, be creating content all the time. We're here to experience life. Um, and that's like my next goal now is to create the life that I want um, and make the money that I want, but without having to do anything. <laughs> like,
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: does exist, I know it exists. We just have to keep it,
0: from it. <laughs> hey, hey, look, you know, at the end of the day, as this whole conversation has been, it's a journey, right? It's like, okay, cool. At this point, this is what I want. And now it's like, look, I just want to post up somewhere and no one knows where I'm at, right? At all. (laughs) No, I, I get that. And we have full confidence that you'll get there. So Jojo, it's been a pleasure doing this interview with you. Pleasure speaking with you as always. And where can people find you if they have questions?
1: best place is instagram that's where i do live currently um it and they can find me on instagram at i am jojo graham um and then they can yeah follow me send me a message if i don't reply i might be having a recharge day so just follow up <laughs>
0: <laughs> now everyone knows they haven't they can't be like oh why is she, she responding She's so rude. Day
1: no i'm just like peopled out <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome well as always y'all one up and we'll see you next on the next episode we have cheers